Hello, this is Lisa Russick with the podcast, We Are All Psychic. And today we have an amazing couple of guests. And hey, it's Carol Starr's astrology series. And I have to ask both of you, me, there's only me, Missy is not here today. So I'm going to ask you both at the same time. Do you think we're all psychic? Yes. Beautiful. In what I'm going to do, keep talking. I have to turn off my phone. I forgot to turn my phone Oh, yes. Good idea. Sorry. I'm going to put mine under my chair here. <laughs> and listeners and watchers, watchers, if there's this is a video podcast on Spotify if you'd like to look at our faces. And and Jennifer is on another planet <clears throat> that looks a lot like her, like uh, like she, she designed it. Very cool. Like she designed this planet. It's fascinating. So, uh, yes, we're back for Carol Starr's astrology series and... This is our Scorpio, Scorpio podcast. And we decided after the last one we did, the first one we did was also the last one we did, Libra, almost, <laughs> mostly Libra. And uh, we decided we wanted to have a guest who was that uh, the sign we're discussing at every podcast. And as, if you listen to the podcast, you know, Jennifer Love has her love series, Love and Metaphysics, Jennifer Love series. And um, she's a Scorpio. So if you didn't know that yet, yeah, you do know her. Now you know she's a Scorpio, if you didn't know. And Carol's going to tell us all about Scorpio and rising and moon and... And, and, and what's going to happen this year. And also, yes. I'm going to talk about the full moon. It's oh, going to be, yeah. oh, my God, it's going to be on Election Day. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. so weird. And that's going to be quite a day. Yeah. I don't know who's going to win. And we won't talk politics, of course. <laughs> uh, it used to be you could talk politics normally, but today we can, you can't talk politics. We, no, they don't. They, you get censored or somebody gets offended, usually. I know. And you see, it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat, Republican, who cares? Today, it's like a religion. Well, sometimes so, people get really angry. Yeah. They know they yeah. get very angry. And, yeah. it, and it is not worth it. You know, no. and so a lot of people don't talk about what they believe and and it's OK. It's better than getting into. I mean, people have got into vicious arguments and horrible. No yeah. yeah, that's yeah. not a discussion about something. That's that's a fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, so speaking of Scorpio, you want to talk about, <laughs> you look, you look like a Scorpio. Let's, let's flash her up again. Absolutely. Jennifer, you look like a Scorpio. How do I look like a Scorpio? What does a Scorpio look like? Wouldn't you like to? Okay, there is a there is a, there is a Scorpio look. And they absolutely, you know, Scorpios come in all shapes, sizes, and colors and all that. But there is an intense, I know this word is used a lot with Scorpios. Okay. Yeah. And it's very misleading. And Scorpios sometimes get a bad rap or a very good rap. Right. You know, and the reality is. One of the nice qualities about Scorpios is they are intense, but they have the great sense of humor, fun to be around, interesting. And there's one really nice quality about Scorpios. They're interested. So many times they are. They want to know you. Interested and interesting. And I can't tell you how many people I meet out there in the world. And I'm always, they always know, I always know so much about them and they know nothing about me because people are today are very wrapped up in themselves. Mm -hmm. And for me, I guess it's because of what we do and basically who I am. I'm interested in people. I want to know 
not just because of your sign or anything. I want to know why you're in the work you're in. I want to know why you do Oh, I know. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And also, what do you like? What's your favorite color? What do you like to drink? It's, I like to know people. Yeah. But most people do not. It like is a curiosity. I have that same curiosity, but I've heard it for a long time. Yeah. I do. And sometimes I have to be careful. I'm not interviewing somebody for a job. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I, I find that I can come across as a very intense person, but then also people find me to be also very mysterious. Like I don't reveal a lot when Definitely I first mysterious. get to know someone. Scorpio so can be mysterious. It's like a double-sided coin or whatever you know I want to know everything about you but I'm not going to let you know everything about me that's so right <laughs> I get you there I get you there uh, she's also a Scorpio girl she's also a Scorpio rising yes I'm a Scorpio sun and okay, a Scorpio so you're a double, what's your moon Aquarius wow now you've got that's really interesting He's smart Aquarius <laughs> makes you very talkative also very outgoing and also relating well to people to the large groups of people so there's a very few people that really know you very few that you allow in yes and I've had Scorpio friends and Scorpio risings are really interesting they'll back off a long time and then once you become their friend you are their friend and it is so such a nice quality and I I love my Scorpio friends and but they are intense about whether one of them is into dogs. And so she's intense about the dogs. So somebody's <laughs> intense about, there's so much intensity. Passionate. Yeah. Passionate. And this yeah. is really passionate about stuff. is not a bad quality. This is um and but your your facial expressions, I'm not telling you I'd guess you were Scorpio. I'm not always good at that. But now that I know you are, see, yeah, you are. <laughs> Would have yeah. told you that. Yeah, <laughs> I've been told. I guess so, that. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm trying to think here. I was it, one of the things that planets Scorpio. I'm thinking right now here. Um, Aries, uh, Jupiter is in Pisces right now, and it's going to go back. It's been in Pisces all year, off and on, and it's going to stay in Aries. So for you, thinking in your fifth house, I'm, I'm pardon my hands here. I'm trying to put the houses on here. And you have Scorpio rising, Taurus. Okay, so this I is pulled year, up my chart so I could tell you. This is a year for your work. You are going to have some wonderful opportunities that you are totally unexpected, and it's going to stay with you for all of next year. You have some great things happening for you because you got that double Scorpio, so mm-hmm. it's, it's guaranteed. Sweet. I, I come with a guarantee. Yeah. If you pay extra for your reading, I give you a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I have a money back guarantee for this reading. Scorpios are probably <laughs> the most fun. You know, I, I'm thinking back at all the Scorpios I've known. Male they and are female. fun. And I... Of course, I, I love them. I do. I just, um, I have problems with two signs on the Zodiac. And just, it, when I, I get this, I'll probably get in trouble. I don't have problems with these signs, but when I'm having problems with somebody, they're always one of these two signs. They're either an Aquarius or they're Cancer. Yeah. And it's just that they're good people. It's not them. I don't understand the, the Aquarians. I don't understand. Oh, no. And the Cancers are... They, they're angry people. Very often, sometimes they're very angry when they get very when emotional they're, when they're getting yeah, out, but in a, in a negative way. Scorpios, I was explaining uh, to Lisa, 
the, of the water signs, which is Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer. Pisces, their emotions are from their imagination and what they feel. Cancer are all about themselves. And Scorpios get emotional about what's happening on, around them. They more react to things. Hmm. Okay, if you were living in a little room here with all your things around you and everything was going perfect, your emotions would not come out. But you go into the world and if things happen and people do stuff and your emotions get, get come out and you can get angry, upset, intense. And um, I, that, that's, that is what we'll, we'll show with that. And of course, I don't know your whole chart, but your Aquarius moon sign, which is really cool, is much more universal and out there. And that's why you're so able to talk to a lot of people and do what you do. It's that it's your Aquarian that allows you to help. You'd like to help the masses. I don't mean thousands, but you're out yeah. there to help as many as you can. Yeah. 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 And no, so, she's helped um, me a lot. She has. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever she does a love podcast, you. it helps me in a lot of ways. <laughs> And she is. She's helpful. And every every um, sun sign, uh, Scorpio, I've known, and I've, I've been close with two females that were um, Scorpio. I loved them. They're just very sweet, and people never understand them. That seems to be the quality. Like everyone's trying to figure out who they are, and they're just who they are usually, or they're guarded. They are who they, and they, and they are. Actually, yeah. they're they're. I always think back about this one guy who I worked with and I won't go into the whole story. And he's a Scorpio. This is so typical of Scorpios. If I were to describe him to you, you think, Oh God, his skin was bad. He was slightly bald. He wasn't built that well, but he had something about him that was so attractive that you just fell in love with him. And I had such a crush on him. I did. I, and I don't know what it was about him. I still to this day look back and wonder, you know, mm -hmm. and I think Scorpios have magic with them. I do. I think they're magical. Yeah, the mysteries. They, they yeah, got that the, magic. Well, this, yeah, fairy magic. I don't know, something. You know, and I think they have such a high success quotient. And they seem to get there. Sometimes it feels like they're not even working or doing anything, but they are all the time. Yes. Yes, all the time. With me, you know, I'm always like, I, I'm always, you know, <laughs> that's, you know I am crazy i'm doing this and doing that and <laughs> you know and the only thing is that scorpios failure they're very much see they're very much like a libra and with me if something doesn't work out we move on to the next we figure a better way to make it happen you know and get discouraged for five minutes and move on yeah and and i think relationships are i think that scorpios I think, I'm going to laugh when I tell you some of the signs I think they're really good with. I think they're really good with Sagittarius. I don't that's know shocking. That, that That's shocking to me. My, my boyfriend is a Sagittarius, but I never oh. thought, I never thought that that was a good parent. Yes. Um, but yes, my boyfriend is a Sagittarius. I just, I think, and let me tell you why. Wait, I got to get my book out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just feel, first of all, I like the signs that are right next to each other. Like that. Oh, really? Here, contract. Let me tell you why. Because there's a lot of karma there. And I, I feel like those signs have been together in some past lifetime at some point. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. When you meet somebody that is like a Libra or a Sagittarius, in your case, before or after, there is that. And he is what's so good about him is that 
he loves what you do and accepts it and thinks it's great. Absolutely. And he is so supportive of everything you do and doesn't have any problems with where you're going with it or what you're doing. And he just loves it. And not all signs, not all guys would be like that at all. Yeah. And I think that he's, um, I don't know what he looks like, but I feel like. Be psychic, Carol. Yes. Yeah, I know. How tall are you? She's me. I'm, I'm five foot four. Okay. So he's not, is he medium? He's five foot 11. Yeah. Well, that I call that's medium height. Okay. Medium, yeah. <laughs> and kind of medium stocky. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. And is his hair thinning a little bit? A little bit. He's yeah, got hair though. Yeah, just a little bit. Brownish, lightish kind he's, of. He's a redhead. Oh, hey, I missed that one. I missed that. I missed that. (laughs) We know it's thinning. We know he's, yeah. But he's just really cute. He's got a smile that will win your heart off. Yeah. Yes, he's got a wonderful smile. Oh, look at you. How'd you know that, Carol? I just know. And he's very loving. You know. And he's like, you've been together how long? A little over a year now. Yeah, this is a really good relationship. Okay. It's, It's like... It feels, what I feel from you is that I go by voices. That's how I do psychic stuff a lot. I tell my clients, when they talk to me on the phone and say a few words, I know what's going on in their life. They give it away. It's all there. It's all Mm. in their voice. And I think that um, you're just very calm right now. And I think that you, you know, this is just, you got into this relationship. It was like a gift. Mm-hmm. it's a gift for you and he's a wonderful guy and he's super loving and super great and loves everything you do and he just absolutely adores you he does she yeah. is nailing it man she's yeah. nailing it over for sure i'm about yes. to cry I had to do <laughs> like i got him <laughs> she's getting you she is beautiful yeah oh. Carol, absolutely a, the best relationship I've ever been in, in my entire life. You're living, you're not living together yet, are you? No, not yet. But you will. Um, next year. No. Yeah, That's really good. Girl. You're thinking about it. I know you're thinking about it. We we just talked he, about it. Actually. Live, Did you? You talked about is there, it? Is there distance? Is there distance? Um, not not a ton. It's it's you know we're about uh, forty five minutes away from. Okay, yes, yeah. that's, that's good. No, I meant you're not like in different. No, 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 I, no. I, yeah, but it's gonna you're, you're gonna be with him. Okay, I. What can I tell you? I don't think that's you bad know, news. <laughs> you know, but and I told you when I was talking to you. You know, we well maybe and we won't talk about personal things if you don't want to. No, me. No. Okay, is it okay if I say something? Uh, yeah. Oh, when to I me or to Lisa? Day, no, no, to, um, to Lisa, I wrote you the other day. I asked you about Chris. I knew something was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have the psychic ability of names, dates, and places. You know, and so many times people will, you know, write to me and say, or talk and say, what's going on in my life? And I'm thinking, who the hell knows? You know I mean? But you know, I, Carol, I, what's interesting about that is you didn't hear my voice. When, I didn't? no, I, I texted you. We were writing. No, I meant, but I know your voice. But you but have heard it. Voice. Oh, so once and you I, have heard it, I thought you meant like as they're talking. No, but at the way you write. 
when you write me, I know what's going on. We, I can do that with writing too. Yeah, yeah I do it better with writing. We hadn't written in a day or two. And I said to you, what's going on with Chris? I asked something. Are you seeing Chris? I thought that something was going on with him. I just yeah. did. It, it was, was a good thing. Awesome. <laughs> it was nothing bad. But I think um, I have to ask people questions before I can... I, before the validation I, and also it makes them fair yeah. it makes do them you honestly do you know when somebody maybe you do let's say you talk to somebody on the phone do you know immediately what's going on in their lives or do you have to do your cards or do you have to talk a little bit I have to talk a little bit but I get a real quick flash what about you Jennifer um it depends on the person because some people are very open and some people are very closed me too so for me it are. depends on the person um how quickly I can get a sense of what's going on that's exactly true for me. Like, cause sometimes I have a wall of energy yeah. blocking them. I can't get yeah. past it. Yeah. And I, sometimes I, know, I, I, that's why I said with voices, I, I hear the voice. That's really cool, Carol. But you, you know, even with writing, it, it, language. Yeah, but language. I do a lot of astrology readings where I have no contact with people at all. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I always I, ask them to tell me what's important to them. And when they write it down, I can tell what kind of personality they are, where they're at and what's going on in their lives. So I mix the astrology with my empathic feelings. And I don't do all the mumbo jumbo stuff that other astrologers do with the aspects. And this is going on and that's happening because it's, it isn't that it's about their readings and it's about who they are tells me about where they're going and what's going to happen to them. You know, it seems like astrology, just like tarot cards or palmistry, they're tools and how you deliver the message is really exactly, exactly. Because I was just talking about this with Misty about, you know, being a pop, we're, we're going to start teaching classes, listeners and watchers. Woo. Hey. I'll tell you about that next time. But um, yeah. we, we're going to teach a palmistry class. And um, in palmistry, you know, if you read the book about it, but this line's here or doing this, then this person's going to kill them. So, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't say in palmistry that you can change it, but they say your lines can change. So it's kind of like they do change. I mean, your lines change your whole life, but um, it's just like, there's no one delivering it. The books don't say you can change it, but you know, you don't have to die. You're not gonna kill, uh, you know, kill yourself for sure, but it's probably yeah. a, something you better watch out for is how I would deliver that, you know, or right. if you some mental health issues, get some help, you know, and there's danger exactly. in your palm. You know, there's a lot of ways like astrology, you have to deliver what you see in the stars, you know, yeah. and but in the colors. Yes, shows up every two years on your chart. And I feel like it's, you know, and Scorpio, the eighth house is a Scorpio house and it's death, but it's death and rebirth. It's the closing of one door and opening mm -hmm. of another. Mm -hmm. And I think that Scorpios go through a lot of, a lot of closed doors and a lot of open doors in life more than, more than most people do a lot of change. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, How many uh, times have I reinvented myself? Right. Well, I can tell you. I have. Oh and my God. It seems oh like Scorpios, God. a lot of them are nomadic. They like to travel, but like live different places. So said, you know, Jennifer, time. I've had 60 to 70 businesses and jobs in my life. Wow. <laughs> okay. 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 You win. And four successes <laughs> and a lot of level ones, a lot of failures. And, but I keep, I'm a new person. I'm just, reinvention is who I am. <laughs> you, yeah. I, you know, that, then you, Lisa, oh my God, <laughs> you're the most reinventable I know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean oh. i don't know what you mean like 
Because I really haven't been. This is like the only time I've reinvented myself. No, I mean, I've moved before, and that kind of how you have to reinvent yourself when you go. No, no, but you got to think about it. You emotionally reinvent yourself. Oh, yeah, that's happened a lot to me. About three times, probably. Really and really, really reinvent, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you've been through a lot. You've had a lot. You've had a lot. Yeah. It feels like it. (laughs) It feels like it. No, it is. And I think... I've caused probably, I'm probably responsible for 90% of any problems I've had in life. I take the response. No, they're mine. Aww. Yeah. No, but that's okay. Because I think I've been really lucky and I've had a really good life. I really have. And good parents growing up. Everything has been really parents that love me, you know, and of course I had a bad marriage. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just died. Right. You know? uh, that sucks when the love, you go separate ways, you part ways. You yeah. Know? And it you, happens. Your interests change or you do right. change in your relationship. But you know what, Jeff, you know, Jeff Bridges, you know, Lloyd Bridges, Jeff Bridges' son. Yeah. He's been married for 40 some odd years and his reasons for success. And this is very, very mundane, but very powerful. We stayed married. He just said we stayed married. So <laughs> every time would come up or problem, they, they stayed through it. And a lot of people don't stay through it. Mm-hmm. That's what my parents say too. But they, they really loved each other. They never really grew apart. Yeah. They did everything together all their lives. And still, they're still close. But they has they had separate time. You know, it's not like they were hip, you know, like right. no. Yeah. But, but they it, but they're a good couple they, together. They consulted, they made decisions together, you know, all all the decisions talk it out, stuff like yeah. that. So you grew up in a comfortable home. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's good. And I did. Uh, and things came out later. My mother and father fought. Oh my God, they didn't get divorced, but found out right. some really uncomfortable things. You know? I did too later, you know. So, yeah, yeah. but we, you know what? That's every like. relationship is every relationship gets that. Well, hey, we're discussing the mysteries and the depths. Yeah. Her energy is Jennifer's Scorpio, Scorpio energy, double Scorpio energy, making us talk about our personal, personal selves. No, <laughs> the wine no, no. that Carol is drinking. I've been told I have, dance that. For you. I have, you have that. that ability to get people. Ability. Like, yeah. People just start talking about their whole life story. You know, I just sit there and listen and people, people I don't even know, like I could be anywhere, you know, waiting in line at, Starbucks and people will just start telling me their whole life story. I just always I chalk that up to being an empath. <laughs> but you know why being that very is. sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. But you know why that is. Okay. Yeah. It's your eyes. You look at them. They suddenly trust you and they have someone to talk to. Most people mm-hmm. are off. Their eyes are never meeting. They're off looking and talking and whatever. And because I know that I'm like that too, is that people will tell me, uh, it, 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 but that is who you are, and that's why you're good at what you do. Is that you have that ability to to show that side of yourself, and it, that's you're doing your perfect work. And I, when Scorpios do their perfect work, they're perfectly happy people. And if they're not doing their perfect work, they're not happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll, I because I know people that are miserable in jobs for years and years and years, and I can never understand. I mean, I have quit jobs. And not knowing where I'm going to pay for something. Oh, gosh, that, yes. That was unhappy. Too. Why be so unhappy? Yeah, I couldn't do it either. Some people yeah. can do it, though. Some people can just push through. I can't. I've never been. I just. I know. And I know people out, that have been companies for 27 years. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> 27 years. That's like a death sentence. <laughs> That's like a really long <laughs> marriage. <laughs> 
Okay. So how so, are Scorpios, when Scorpio, how would they be known as, uh, like to me, they've always been known as the sexy sign. Everybody I know who says, I met him and he's a Scorpio. So the, the reputation Scorpios, men especially have, is that they ravish women and then they are the lover Don Juans. And then they well, leave. Well, they do think. <laughs> they have sort of a, like this guy I told you about who was a Scorpio. The energy, their energy they is just, have They have that energy about magnetic. them. Not all of them. Okay. And I think that I'm going to say it's more men. I think women are a little bit more, I'm going to use the word modest. They're a little more protective of themselves in, in, in a way, but men aren't. Yes. So they're going to show that really. And it doesn't mean that all Scorpios are sexy and you want to be with them, but they, most of any of them have this kind of way about them. There's something and there. When I think about Ray, my friend Ray, and he even had some effeminate ways about him, and he certainly wasn't. There was nothing really physically attractive about this man, but there was just something about him. That something was there, so something there. Oh, my God. A lot of yeah. Scorpios have that, and it's not yeah. sexy exactly, I was but so it's taken by him. It's yeah. like they have presence. They have, uh, like... Like a like a, like a black hole, you know. You want to get sucked into it. You want to, though. You know, it's interesting. They're right. they're intriguing, and it's, it's just a lot about their energy. I, I knew a girl named Cookie in Phoenix. I went dancing with her one night, and she had every guy on the floor uh, trying to dance with her. She had people coming up to me. Can you give her my card? I'd really like to take her out. Three people gave me her or gave me cards to give her. Is All she, I was doing was she pretty there. or just average looking? She was beautiful, but not, I mean, at that time she was a little overweight, but she was beautiful. I mean, she's pretty. And, uh, but it was still, you know, she, she had this draw that to, she she had had that aura. and women because yeah. one woman approached me about her. So I don't know. She just had a thing and it was just a normal dance club. It wasn't like a meat market and it was just watching it. Wow. And the other person I knew, April, who was a Scorpio, she was a best friend for a long time. She had, uh, I'd known her when we were younger in our early twenties too. And all the men loved her. All the boys loved her. But the thing I noticed with Scorpio women and maybe men too, is the similarity I've seen in two of them is that they kind of don't have to be, they don't have to chase who they want because everybody will want them kind of one get to know them better at least and love a champ. But, but the thing is um, they never pick the one they want. They let them just come and and they just try different. That is really true. They don't let them, they don't go after the one they really want, you know? That's pretty true. Yeah. I think that's probably got a lot of truth to it. I feel that a lot for the ones I've known. Yeah. Do you like me to talk about, uh, the election day and a prediction. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What I feel. Yes, please. Full moon. Okay. And I'm just basing this on my own feelings, not, not from the ads on TV or from, but it is full moon and full moons are bizarre. And it's just interesting that it's happening. And this is also called, um, I, listen, I wrote this down. I want to, because I'd never heard this before and I want to, sh- I want to be sure I could, Okay, we are in a, let me see here. I want to get this right. It's called, oh shoot. It's called a bear. Just come on, Carol here. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Bear with me. (laughs) me. I'll just say it. 
It's called something beer. Okay. And this is <laughs> a, an eclipse that um, will not happen again for years. And so this is a big, this is a big moment. The election as it comes out, and it's also our anniversary. It's funny. Your wedding so, anniversary is election day? It's our anniversary oh, that day. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I think we're going to watch TV and see what comes <laughs> in. I, I think there, I don't think there's, I'm not going to say an upset because I have this feeling that if you don't mind, if I mention what I think that I would love to hear what you have. The Republicans. I'm not will, very political. So, you know, will win back either the house or the Senate. They will get one. I do feel like, they what do you will. think it is? Which one? I think, I think it's going to be the house. Okay. I think you heard it here from Carol Starr. She predicts possibly yeah, most likely Republicans will I take the house. I think that um, will, if that's the case, you know, I mean, I could, I feel like this year coming up is that we're going to see some changes back to some of the old ways of doing Ugh. things. Ah. You know, I think that yeah. um, we've gotten pretty far out and, and if you guys don't, if you live near a, a border, we need, we are near a border state. So we know what's going on around the borders and it's pretty frightening. So I think that's going to get cleared up. I think they'll get up, get that going. And I think we're going to see, I don't think it's going to be a landslide for either party. I think it's going to equal out and I think it's going to be that way. But I do think that, that the Republicans will get some power back. And I do feel that. And I do think that, uh, our president, I'm going to give him a year and he will not be functioning in office at all. Why? Do you have a feeling about that? Why? I just do because he's, um, there's just a lot of things that are hidden that are not talked about, but I, I just know that they're going on. I, I, I observe, I, I, I know things, I watch people the way they walk and they talk and the way they are. And I know you're psychic. Yeah, <laughs> it just it feels, um, and I I don't think we're going to have this big change that the that the, that but I feel that there's going to be some changes, and I do think that um, we're going to see some easing up in the economy as far as gas prices, and I think that things are going to get better. I feel like they'll get better within the next six months to a year. I do. And I just, uh, and of course, I, I'm hopeful. Too. I have a feeling I'm going to give a prediction. I have a feeling in December, and I got a little bit of this from my spirit guide, but I think in December, they're going to declare the pandemic an endemic. That's my guess. I think it's going to happen in December. You know, instead of being a pandemic, it's going to get worse. Than, in other words, it's going to get well, worse. an endemic is just kind of like the flu. We live with it and we oh, have to okay. kind of get yeah. around it. You know, it's, it's and like I a, think that, yeah. you know, um, already, already is. Yeah. Yeah, we um, live still with precautions and stuff, yeah, but everybody, you, got it. Yeah. you know, certain people are starting to get. I think I think you're probably wind. right there. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to happen because in December. I think it's had a, I think it's had a much bigger impact on our lives than people are willing to to live. I mean, you think about huge two years, and we live in a small town. We were not affected like everybody. Right. You know, we were out there. We were going to restaurants, at least eating outdoors, and going to the yeah. grocery store. We didn't have this big city things. Oh, horrible. Have. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have to worry about that here. And yeah. um, so, no, I think that we're going in for some change, some good stuff. I feel like that it's time. And I think uh, I just have, um, I don't feel like doom and gloom. And I have felt that way before. 
when, when all these things are crashing down. And um, part of it is I observe people, the way they talk, how they look, what is going on. And I just feel like um, that we're going to be okay. Good. Good. It's going to be okay. And there's going to be some balance. How do you put the balance? No, it's interesting, Carol. You said something to on the another podcast. I think last podcast or another podcast. You said, "Yeah, I see happy things." You said, "I don't see this the scary bad stuff." She said, "I just see the happy coming up for people." Yeah. When you do but readings, do. yeah, you when still I, will give. I guess, yeah. I really yeah. don't get bad feelings about. I mean, sometimes yeah. I get. Like I had a friend who um, went to England to see her family and I didn't hear from her and she was going to write me. And I got concerned that she didn't call me when she got back. I didn't know whether, and I thought maybe something happened, but that's yeah. a, just a normal fear. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't ever get bad feelings about people's lives. Occasionally. Um, I know that my neighbor next door doesn't want to live anymore. He's gone through a lot and I can feel I, I'm in the room with him. I can feel his heavy, heavy feeling that if he had the courage or ability, he would end his life, you know, and, right. but he'll keep on living and he'll keep on going, you know, yeah. whoever. So, yeah. so I think that, I don't think that psychic ability is always definite. No, I have, I don't. Psychic no, ability. no, things can change. I agree. Yeah. Was the best psychic I've ever gone. I've ever, I, I wasn't even going to her. We were having dinner with her, and she would go to New York once a year. Who was that? I have her clients. I don't remember her name. <laughs> and they would be like bank presidents. I mean, she she saw me. I walked in the door, and she's there was some guy I was going to meet. Long I won't go into the story why. She said he's gay, and then she said you'll be getting married next year. You'll meet. She just came up and told you. She said she said he's tall, and he's in real estate, and he's musical, and he wears glasses, and he has long legs. So somebody fixed me up with Jim. I forgot all about that. And I met him on, on a blind date. And um, I'm thinking, God, he's talking about himself a lot. I don't like him. And she said, um, I got really have a problem with fitting clothes because I got really long legs. And I thought, oh, God, I have to marry him now. <laughs> then you remembered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I married him. And that was 37 years ago. <laughs> That's so funny. So that reminds me of like people that, you know, the psychic kind of plants the idea in your mind and then yeah. you is kind it, of make it happen. Is it self-fulfilling you prophecy? Think so? you yeah. know, I, I, I want to do a podcast I, on self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy. Jennifer, I thought about that, but yeah. I had no, I really forgot all about her and I didn't think about getting married. I just gotten used to being single. And when I met him, I just, it's not that I was madly in love at first sight, but I just kind of felt like he was going to be the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know why, but yeah. And I didn't know why. I didn't. And, you know, and I went back to his house that night. I didn't sleep with him. I wouldn't do that. That was naughty, naughty. But I went <laughs> to Mexico with him. He had a house in Mexico. And we came back and I said to him, I don't think I want to see you anymore because you talk about yourself. You're not interested in anything I have to, I would never talk like this. This is so not me. She's told so me then, this before. He yes, calls me the next day and I'm listening to the phone <laughs> message and it said, hi, Carol. He said, I'd like you to go to a party with me, but I mostly called up to find out all about your life. And I thought <laughs> I love him. <laughs> That's so cute. He yeah. did it fun too. Because men like can be selfish about, it's not that he talks about himself. He'll just take over and talk. 
and he has to remember to ask me what I'm doing, what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes men need a little lesson in that, particularly after you've been married a long time. Yeah, right. Yeah. I still want to know what you're doing. No, we're good. Day. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is the best time of our marriage. We've had some ups and downs and crazy stuff, but we are really good to get really happy. Good, yeah. good, yeah. yeah. I know you are. Yeah, he came in, listeners and watchers, before the show to give her a glass of wine, and he he looks happy. He, I had to pay him to do that. I paid him to do that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, what did you pay him? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I like that laugh. I guess we know. So, uh, that, speaking of Scorpio season and the mysteries, <laughs> yes. oh, yes. Scorpios. Oh, I have no. a question for you, Carol. Would oh. you mind? I, you're really fast at reading charts. Sometimes, if Jennifer Love gave you her information, you have your birth stuff, your birth info. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Would you look at her? I can, try, I can just, tell you a lot if you. I have me. another question too. Okay. So, listeners I'm, I'm, and watchers, we had an interruption, and we are back with Jennifer okay. Sharp all over the okay. place. I'm looking. <laughs> oh wow! I'm trying to see here. Okay, you got your first house with Scorpio, and you have, I you have the sun in your first house, and let me see it. It's kind of. Oh geez, let me see. That's not the one I have. The one I have has Neptune and uh, North Node in. In the first house. No, I haven't seen. I do a different. This is the way I do mine. Okay. I, I do. I do equal house, equal sign. I've always done this. It's simple and it works. I I love it. So you've got the sun in there, and I believe. Let me just make sure. I think you've got. I know you got Uranus, but I think that's in your twelfth house. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. You got to have Mercury in there too. Okay. So you got the sun in your first house. So life is about you and your emotions and how you see things and everything's about the way you perceive your life. This this is also um, interesting. You have a scattering of planets all over. So you get information from within and from without. And having the sun in your first house is always very powerful. And it's perfect for Scorpio because you have total control on what goes on. Even though you may sometimes feel like you don't, you are the decision maker all the time, almost all the time. So I want to move on here because we just, you know, we got got the North Node and Neptune in the second house, which is your house of money, your house of possessions and how you feel about them. And I think that um, the North Node is that you're lucky with money. Okay, the North Node, the Moon has a North Node, South Node. North Node is positive in this lifetime as opposed to lessons we've learned from past lifetimes. So your lesson in this lifetime is to deal with money and how you're dealing with it and how you're working with it and how you feel about your possessions and not to let them own you. And um, and Neptune is the emotion is an emotional factor. I know it sounds really weird. But, and I, I don't have your whole chart. This is very general, even with your chart. So bear with me on that because I, I need more time sometimes. Oh yeah, I, this, you're just yeah. glancing at yeah. it. <laughs> but Neptune is like this real emotional factor about money. You've got to have money to pay your bills. You have to have money for things. And I think you, I'm going to say, I, I don't want to worry about them, but you are going to see to it that you are okay financially because it's part of your soul. Okay. And I'm going to jump here. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the houses where there's planets so I can, Okay, you have the really important house in your chart is that you've got the moon is just at the end of your fourth house, and that's your home life. And I don't, it's hard to tell how your home life was. This was something that we would have discussion about. But your home life is your is your passion place. Okay, your home is where you have to be. And I know all of us feel our home is our the place where we where we relax and rest and feel it, but it is really where you regenerate is in your home. And uh, I know uh, probably, I think you work in your home a lot. Mm-hmm. Of, 
Yeah. So I hope where you work is fixed up with your colors that you love. Everything has to be, should be beautiful around you where you work or your work is not going to be, it's not going to work for you. So you always have to be sure that the room, I'm not going to say totally tidy because mine isn't, but you have to have a certain sense of order. Where you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, under, that. it's under construction. That the last podcast. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. hard. If, if there's, yeah. So, real quickly, I want to move into the fifth house because you have Jupiter and the part of fortune there. And that is the part of fortune is a placement on the solar system, which is your path of life. And so, and also, Jupiter is good luck. And in the fourth, the fifth house is your ambition, mainly your ambition, your social life, and your creativity. And I don't know if you have anything you do outside of what you do that gets you away from your work, whether it's art or music or painting stones, or I hope you have something that has nothing to do with your work and your life, really important for you. I dance, but it's also work because I teach, but um, it's definitely, you know, a passion of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's important that you do that. It's not just for the exercise, but it's, oh no, it's not just exercise. It's it's a passion that you have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is your path. And the dance is part of it. Actually what the dance does for you, it is part of your spirit and helps you with your work. It all is kind of tied together there. So we have your place of work. It's a sixth house. And what do we have in there? I'll get my glasses here. Okay. Okay, you've got the planet Chiron, Chiron, I never pronounced it right. It was discovered in 1977, and it's a planet of healing. Your work is healing. And a lot of astrologers will have this whole story about, I don't like it. They, they, they treat it as a negative planet. I think it's really positive because this is where you heal. You heal with your work. You learn from your clients. So, yeah, I like that. Instead of calling it the wounded whatever, it should be the healing whatever. Yeah, it is a healing. that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. And then on to your seventh house. And let me see here. Uh, I go on here. Taurus, you know, have you been married before? Yeah. Divorced, married and divorced. Yep. Pardon? Married and divorced. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, children? Yes. I have a daughter. You have a daughter. Okay. But in, I'm interested to just know what the, what sign is your boyfriend? What sign is my boyfriend? Yeah. When is his birthday? Sagittarius. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. But your first husband wasn't a Taurus, was he? No, he was a Pisces. Okay. Well, that should have worked. I have, I'm married to a Pisces, but I'm a Libra, so I can deal with it. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to skip the eighth house, and I'm going to talk about, I want to get to the ninth, ninth house. And I, and I know that this might be, I, as a spiritual person, I, I kind of said that. But what do you do spiritually for yourself? What do I do spiritually for myself? Um, you know, I, I meditate, I have a personal connection to my own, you know, guardian angel and my spirit guides. So, you know, I have that, but I also, you know, I feel like my dancing is also kind of like a spiritual thing for me. Um, so that's kind of a different way to, uh, connect. Yeah. Okay, so as you have, you know, that you feel that you take, I like that you meditate. And I'm it's like a moving meditation. Okay, but does it matter? Meditation is when you take when your mind goes, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna move into your 10th house real quick. That's your house, that's the house of work, but the way people see you in business. And you've got not business in your line of work. And you've got Leo on the cusp of that. So tells me that you're really good with your with your clients. 
and they really like you a lot and you really are helping them. This is your life. This You are doing your life's work, but you know that. Yeah. I okay. feel that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to move into the 12th house because you've got Mars in there and Uranus is in there and Pluto is in there. And that is, that is a house of people we don't understand real well. And it's sometimes called the house of self undoing. It's your, but it's your intuition. And it's also, uh, how can I put this? It's about where your real core in life, how you feel about it. Well, really deep down, not the fact that you work as a spiritual advisor, but where are you with it? And you have Uranus in there. So tell one of the things about that, I'm sure you've got lots of weird clients. Okay. You'll always have, you're always going to connect with people that are think outside the box. And you like that. That works really well for you or people. And you also, let me just see here again. Pluto, that's the, was interesting in there is that your 12th house is that you have Pluto in there, which is the ruler of your sun sign. So you are, it just tells me that you're doing your life's work. And that shows up a lot. I've mentioned that a few times. Mm-hmm. It shows up a lot. You are doing what you should be doing in this lifetime. Whether you've done other things, I'm sure you've had jobs and done some other stuff in your life of interest too. But you are at a point where you're doing, where you are where you should be in your life. It's all coming together. And I'm sure there've been some rough patches along the way and issues. Yeah. And I know all that. We Nobody gets through life unscathed. Especially out of Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Mars is that you fight, you fight for what's important to you. You'll always have that energy within you. If something doesn't feel right, you're going to make it happen to be right. You've got that, you've got a lot of power over yourself and over your emotions and over what you do. And so that's just a quick rundown. And I'm looking I here. At, I have a question about that 12th house. I'm so, I love your description of it. Yeah. Um, would that say it was that she has a lot of planets in that 12th house? Would it say she's got a lot of passions? Like she's passionate uh, well, about a lot it, of areas it, of life. There's a lot of energy floating around in her mind. Okay. Okay. And so, and always you trust your intuition. Your intuition is, I'm going to say it's right all the time. And, and be aware when anything doesn't feel even a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. Be sure to examine it and not go it go in that direction. Yeah, it's not going to work. And so we've got Jupiter is leaving Pisces and it's going to go into Aries. And that's your, this is when I said to you that this year coming up is going to have some really big surprises and some interesting things going on in your career. And and then are you not thinking about moving? Are you or leaving? Uh, I'm only thinking about moving in with my boyfriend. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's going to be a, right now. Um, okay. Saturn right now is still retrograde. Right. Okay. It's going to be going direct. So that's why I said, I think you'll, after the first of the year, you'll be in a new, either he'll be with you or you'll be, I don't know how you're going to work that, but you're going to have some changes in your, in your living arrangement. If you want them. Say we all have, and I always tell people. Yeah. Two things. Number one, it takes 25,000 years to duplicate your personal reading. Okay, so you're unique. And also, it's a roadmap. You can go left, right, make a U-turn, go off the road if you want. You have total free will to make Mm -hmm. your choices in life. So that's basically, that's my 10-minute rundown of your chart. (laughs) Thank you, Carol. That was so nice. And the bill comes, PayPal is fine. No, I'm teasing. I'm he takes teasing. a high five. You know, he I, takes I, a I, high I, five. I've done that, right? We like, we like PayPal, don't we? 
Yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes PayPal. It works for me. Oh, that's yeah. fun. I like to do I have, a, I have a question, um, Carol. Yeah. Last question I have for you about Scorpio. Um, I have Uranus or Uranus and Scorpio. I know it's a generational thing. What does that mean for a generational? Because right now the Uranus is in Taurus, which is a weird place from what I read. And I've been experiencing I, I don't that. feel it's, but, you know what? What is that generation? What does that mean for that generation? Do you it think it stays though? there for ten to fifteen to fourteen years? And I think that it's in Taurus right now. Is I I don't I don't feel like it's 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 just what we're all experiencing right now. Oh no, I mean all just having. I, mean, I meant like as my generation who was all we all like for the ten whatever twelve years that have that placement of Uranus and Scorpio. Does that mean anything special to you? It doesn't, it doesn't because it's the rest of the chart and who you are. And I really really do that only when like, let's say you're an Aquarius and that you're ruling planet or um, like your, your boyfriend, Chris, he's got that on his, really has it on his sun sign right now to Uranus because he's, it's his ruling planet. Yeah. Aquarians are always are different in all ways. And that's why Uranus is so popular. There's a whole different thought pattern with Aquarians. Yeah, there is. Of course, there's a thought pattern different with all of us. There sure is. Yeah. Really different with the Aquarians. Okay. (laughs) I'm tired of talking. I got it. We got you. Thank you so much, Carol Starr. Thank you so much, Jennifer Love. Thank you so much. Our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths, Carol and Jennifer and me. Okay. And Jennifer, great pleasure to meet you. Thank you. you So so nice to meet you. And we love you because last time she just disappeared. So I'm doing this fast. Thank you. I'll put all their info in the description of the podcast. Peace. Okay.